Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Burns and Gambo starts now. Straight up to the claw. On this Monday afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome into today's edition of the Burns and Gambo Show here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. My name is Dave Burns, alongside the one, the only, John Gambadoro. Hi, Gambo! Burnsy, what's going on? <laughs> not my mood. No, no. My, we said my mood funny. is not going on right now. Said the other day, like, imagine if we have to come in here on Monday and they, lo- and they lost. <laughs> the, I mean, all the hype. Uh, the 16-0 ESPN predicted the Suns would beat the Clippers. No Paul George. You're at home. You've won eight in a row with KD. Imagine what would happen if they lost. Yeah, they lost. Yeah, they lost. Yeah. What happens when you play like crap? You know, exactly. It's what, yeah. it, there's so many things that went wrong last night. So many. So many, so things, many things. Yeah. And it's not, look, I mean, obviously it's going to be the number one topic most of the day. It's going to be all we talk about all day long. We've got lots of time mm-hmm. to really get into it. Look, it's not like one nothing and it's over, right? No, the, no. The Bucks, they're, they're, they're fine. They're, they're going to win the series. Fine, but the Bucks. I mean, the, the Bucks were down one nothing in the NBA Finals. They won. The the you know the, the, the Suns were up one nothing against the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavericks won. One nothing's not like yeah, the end all yeah, be all. Yeah. But but man, it's not. It, it's just. I think it just goes shows going to be a lot harder than people thought. And I thought it was going to be tough. Yeah. I didn't realize the, it was going to be like this. Look, but the, the NBA is not the NFL. Okay, offenses beat defenses in the NBA. In the NFL, a defense could beat an offense. But in the, in the NBA, offenses will a, a great offense will beat a great defense. you yeah. got to score points. And uh, the Suns are going to win this series. It might be harder than we thought it would be, but they're going to win this series. All right, let's uh, not waste any time. Let's weigh in with what our top story of the day is here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Burns and Gambo, the weigh-in. Brought to you by Revitalize Weight Loss. The game is over, and the L.A. Clippers have come into Phoenix and taken game one of this playoff series. Again, the final, the Clippers 115, and the Phoenix Suns 110. And with that, the Suns, for the first time in the Monty Williams era, did not win game one of a playoff series. First ever game one loss yeah. in the Monty Williams era. Again, well, like I said, there's there's lots of stuff for us to dive into with this game. And we're going to dive into all of it, whether it's Chris Paul or DeAndre Ayton or Kevin Durant and how he was used at the bench, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We have to talk about, basically, the time of the game from one minute and 18 seconds to about 17.7 seconds left, right? Yeah, one 108 to 1 to 17.7. I had 108. With 50, so what 50, did I say? 118. I oh, okay, 108. Yeah, 108. 50 seconds. That ultimately decided the who was going to win that basketball game. Yep. It was 50 seconds. It's Chris Paul makes two free throws. It's 109-108. You're at home. You've got the crowd. You've got the shot makers and Durant and Booker. And, and it's a one-point game. Russell Westbrook grabs an offensive rebound off a Kawhi missed shot. Okay. Booker went to double Kawhi, and he lost Westbrook because he's doubling Kawhi. Okay, you double Kawhi. That's what happens. So he easily gets the board. Man then misses a three, but then Russ tips it off of DeAndre Eaton, keeps the ball in L.A.'s possession. Russ then misses a three, but the ball goes off of D.A. again, 28.8 left. Man was all alone in the corner. And if you watch that play, he came crashing in and kind of got uh, around, I believe it was Torrey Craig. And Paul, too. Too, I and think. Paul, yeah. 
And then, you know, Zubac is fighting off Aiden, and Mann's able to get in there. Russ gets fouled with 17.7 left. He makes both free throws. The Clips are up by three. Um, so the shot clock went from a minute and eight to 17.7 with the Clippers holding possession that entire time. The Suns never had the ball. Yep. Like, that's the game. That's the game. That's your ball game. That's your ball game. Get one of those rebounds. Change possession. Get the ball with an opportunity. Is it a guarantee the Suns are going to score? No, but you change the whole flow of that game. Everything. If you stop it. But because you kept giving them chance after chance after chance. And you're right. Aiton's getting the big bulk of it today. And he deserves a big bulk of it. He didn't have Everybody one. Everybody said, just grab one. Uh, grab one rebound grab one. Grab one just of grab them. one. And it wasn't, like I say, it just wasn't just him. You mentioned Booker. Torrey Craig. Chris Paul. There are a lot of guys not blocking out there, but when we've seen his entire career, DeAndre Eaton with these hands were just sometimes he grabs it, sometimes it just goes bouncing off to have two possessions where it goes right off his hands or right off his body and it's out of bounds. It's frustrating because it just plays right into everything that we've seen about DeAndre Eaton in those moments where the rebounding, he, I mean, Zubac. Kicked his butt last night. Kicked his butt on the boards. It wasn't close. DeAndre Ayton didn't have one offensive rebound the entire game. I, I said oh, to I, I said to Burns, you guys are going to kick out of this. I, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting next to Burns at the game. So we're both in the game. We're sitting next to each other. The media the media area we're in. Jacques Landau comes into the game. And on one possession, he grabs two offensive rebounds. I go, that's more than DeAndre's got the whole game. I said that to Bernsey. He did. Jacques Landale had two offensive rebounds in one possession. I go, that's two more than DeAndre's had the whole game. Mm-hmm. The whole game. Mm-hmm. The guy's in for 40 seconds. He's got two offensive rebounds. And DeAndre doesn't have any. It's very frustrating. I mean, it is. He is. He's an elite defensive rebounder. He's not a good offensive rebounder. But the rebounds you needed from him were not offensive. He was an elite last. You needed yeah. defensive rebounding from him. He was not. He was yeah. not. It was not good. No, I was not good. Listen, this isn't like, and I I like what you said earlier. It's not one problem. Okay. The Titanic sunk because it hit an iceberg. Why was the reason that it hit an iceberg? It sunk. That's why. Was there any other reasons? No, everything else was fine. It freaking hit an iceberg. That's one problem. The Suns had 15 problems last night. Yes. It's a house. The plumbing's not working. The AC's not working. There's a leaky roof. The garage door doesn't open. The windows are stuck. Like, there's like there's 15 problems last night. Was it the Titanic? The Titanic, one issue. A bad house, 15. That's what the Suns were. 15 issues last night yeah. as to why they didn't win that but basketball game. The rebounding in the last minute of that game and to go 50 seconds of game time without possessing the ball at all in the final minute of the game yeah. is the number one thing on the list. Right? I like, think so. Like, I agree with yeah. you. Like, okay, the house, everything's broken with the house right now. Everything needs fixing with the house. But you know this as well as I do. Sometimes when you have a list like that, you always got to start with the most important thing. Right. What's the most important thing that we have fix to fix the roof. right now? Fix the roof so we can sleep and it's going to be dry. Right. right. What's the number, the number one thing you got to fix. How the hell did you not get a rebound with a minute to go in the game? How did you not gain one possession in the final minute of that game? That's the first thing on the to-do list. Then you move on to the next one. Even still, the Suns had a chance, but then Russ blocks Booker's layup attempt. And then, you know, going out of bounds, he throws it off Booker. And I'm going to complain about Booker for a second here. We're going to hit on it later. Stop yelling at the officials every freaking time. If you're paying attention, maybe you could sidestep that ball or do a split or something, or maybe catch it. Uh, but instead, he's yelling at the ref while Russell Westbrook's throwing the ball off of him because he always yells at the ref. So that was another issue. But then, you know, the, Book, Gordon hits the two free throws. It's 113-108. Booker scores with 2.3 left. Okay, there's still 2.3 left. Get a steal. Hoist up a shot. 
and maybe you know maybe you could tie it, but nobody wanted to guard anybody. The only guy to guard anybody was Landry Shaman. So, so they still had a chance after the fifty second disaster, but they they didn't they didn't play well. So enough. what you and I will often do, not together, but we'll often do after a game like this. Okay, we'll watch it and then we'll rewatch it, especially games that we're at. When right? I got like, home last night, I rewatched. When I woke up this morning, I rewatched most of the fourth quarter, and that was the one thing. Okay, like most couple of pots was, of coffee, huh? yeah, a couple pots of coffee, uh, a couple cups. Of, uh, it was yeah. late night last night, a couple cups of coffee. Yeah. Right, I'm watching the game, and in all of it, I was expecting all of it. I knew exactly what I was getting, except for the rust. Westbrook block of the Booker drive because in real time I didn't notice Devin Booker turning his head to the left to argue with the referee about the call he didn't right. get right. and while that was happening Westbrook. Westbrook was throwing the ball off yeah. of him. It's so frustrating and, and when it you happened so quickly that in real time if you were in the building he didn't notice it but watching it again I'm like yeah. Booker it's Right in front of you. Listen, he is right the in best in the NBA. He has the quick, you know, you like quick release times. Nobody's quicker at arguing with a referee than Devin Booker. Let me tell you, nobody's quicker, okay? <laughs> he could be up in the air and get and think he gets fouled. By the time he hits the ground, he's already said 15 words to the referee. <laughs> he's got the quickest mouth he in does. the league. He is, nobody's quicker than him at arguing with a referee. Yeah. Because, man, he barely, that ball was still in play. It wasn't out of bounds yet. And Booker's already arguing with the referee and Westbrook throws the ball off of him. Like, oh my God. It was it was uh, in real time. Didn't notice it at all. In in watching it again, I'm like, oh come I, no, I don't know what book if he could have done anything different about it. You could if you you're know, looking, it, if you're looking, you could try to get out of the way. Get out of the way or, play, yeah, or yeah, try yeah, to catch it like it's dodgeball. Something, anything, but instead this infatuation with I got and maybe he did get hacked. In fact, I, th- I think I saw a still shot. I can't remember who tweeted it. Somebody tweeted a still shot of the block and it looked like it Westbrook was a block. Hacked Oh, really? I saw a picture I, where it looked like it hacked. If you get part of the ball, it's 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 clean, right? If you get part of the, I thought he got the ball. If you get ninety percent hand and one finger on the ball, it's a foul. I don't know. I, I just saw. I can't remember who tweeted it. I saw a picture where it looked like Russell Westbrook got a lot of wrist, a lot of a lot yeah. of hand. On, but but I, I think the rule's always been: if you get some of the ball and you get some of the hand, like you know, you it's. It's not a foul. Mm. I don't know. I, I'd have to go back and look at that part again. The replay I saw wasn't great. I'm just referencing a screenshot that somebody tweeted out this morning. I can't okay. remember who it was. When we come back, all right, so uh, problem one addressed. What happened from 108 down to 17.2 on the clock in the fourth quarter? Issue number two, one shot in the last six and a half minutes of the game. Oh, we're talking about that next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Arizona Sports, the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk Suns Clippers now. And here's Chris Paul to inbound. Paul waiting, gets it to Durant. Turns, three-pointer, looks good. Shazam! Three-point game, 109-106. Minute 20 remaining. Minute 20 remaining after that. After that play was done, Chris Paul would draw a foul on the other end, get two free throws, and it's a one-point game. It's 109-108. 
The problem, and again, using your analogy of the house and it's the plumbing and it's the roof and it's the electrical and it's the AC. Okay, let's move down our to-do list now for the Suns when they're down 0-1 to the L.A. Clippers for the first time in the Monty Williams era. What's the next thing we need to talk about? We talk about Kevin Durant and why he only got one shot in the last six and a half minutes of that game. So the Phoenix Suns trade, trade everything. They trade three players, okay, three of their top six players that were in their rotation and four first round draft picks and a pick swap to get a guy, one of the greatest players in the history of the game, that only takes one shot in the final six minutes of the game. Yeah. Oh, by that way, that one shot was a three-pointer that hit nothing but the net. Explain this to me. <laughs> Explain it to me. You look at the wrong guy, pal. I'm not explaining Somebody anything. Somebody like, 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 you know, you should be brought in before a judge to explain that. Like, okay, your honor, like, you got Kevin Durant. He's the most. He's, he's one of the most expensive players in the league. He's a, one of the best players that's ever played the game. He shoots the ball once in the final six minutes of a basketball game. Like that does not compute. Like you know, mm-hmm. no, it does well, not compute. Like what is going on there? Yeah, no, it doesn't compute. Like I don't double. He's the guy's seen double and triple teams his whole life. Okay, uh, you, you got to free him up. You got to set screens, picks. Like Kevin Durant needs to be shooting the ball at the end of the game. But the Phoenix Suns are like, if you're open, you shoot. If you're open, you shoot. No, no, <laughs> I don't want Chris Paul shooting. I'm a uh, Kevin Durant shooting the basketball. Okay, boy, don't even get me started about that. Is that that's, that's the AC that, system? That, is that, okay, is that the next segment? Yes. I've got to look at my show sheet. When is the? What yeah. are we dealing with the AC the, system? The, the final. The, the fifty uh, seconds was the roof. KD's the plumbing. <laughs> okay, we're dealing with the uh, AC, AC system at the three o'clock. Three segment, o'clock. Where we're talking about Chris Paul that and makes all of those no shots. Sense. Just, no, I mean it makes no sense. He's standing off in the corner, and and it, it's it's like I, I, I like I said. I rewatched a lot of the game, the fourth quarter of the game, this morning when I woke up. And even EJ was like exasperated on the Bally Sports broadcast. Like, Katie's got to shoot. You got to get the ball in Katie's hands. At some point, he's got to touch the ball. He's got to possess the ball. You've got to give him an opportunity. And instead, it was like, Katie, how do you take the greatest offensive player maybe in the last 30 years of NBA action and you make him a decoy in the corner? You make him a guy who's there to make sure Chris Paul can get his mid range jumper. That's not what you got him for. That's not what he there for. That's not what he exists for. There's more to this. There's, and I get it. He got off to a slow start. He was 0 for 5. He was 7 for 10 after the 0 for 5 start. He was he had 6 turnovers and or 6 assists and no turnovers in the yeah. third quarter when he was basically managing the Phoenix Suns offense in the third quarter. You've got to do better. You can't give up that much in the flow of a game. So little from Kevin Durant. In the flow of a game, guys have to take open shots. Okay? You're, you're, you get an open look. You, Tory Craig. Tory Craig did a good job of hitting the open ten footers that they were given to him. They were given to him. Why did Tory Craig have such? They never guarded him. Yeah. Like that's why. That's why Tory Craig had a good game. You could. Most people listening would be able to make those open ten foot jump shots. Nobody's guarding him. You got to be able to hit those shots throughout the course. But in crunch time, when the pressure's on, you got to go to the guy that has the ability to carry you on his back. That's the guy you go to. Uh, you got to go to that guy, and you know Kawhi. How many how many big threes did Kawhi hit at the end of the game? Two, two. Okay, they yep. went to Kawhi. Big shots. The ball was in Kawhi's hand on every single possession. The Suns were double and triple teaming him, but they made sure that Kawhi was touching the ball. I didn't understand it. Look, Kevin Durant had a good game. It was not a typical great game. The stats may say, "Oh, he was fu-. he was oh he was good." He wasn't bad, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't elite, Kevin. It Durant. wasn't. The, I, I'll right. give you that. I'm sorry, cut it, you off. It just wasn't special. 
Okay? To win championships, you need guys to be special. He was not special in that game, and maybe part of it is because the Suns didn't allow him to be, but he wasn't special. He was really good. At times, he was good. Didn't score in the first quarter. He was 4 of 10 in the first half. Didn't have a very good first half. Finished with 27 points, 11 assists, 9 rebounds, 7 of 15 from the field, 3 of 7 from deep, hit all his free throws. Um, but he, it wasn't that... And it, it wasn't that great game that he is known for in a, in a lot of his playoff series. No, but that's still, and I know you're not presenting it like this, but I'm just going to go ahead and say this anyway, that that to me is is irrelevant in the last five minutes of the game when I've got Kevin Durant. I don't care what kind of game he's had up until that moment. I got Kevin Durant for that moment. I got to get him the ball. I got to get him the ball. I, I, mean, him the, ball. I mean, the Clippers are, like you pointed out, with Kawhi Leonard. He's being guarded. He's still taking shots. Why? He's Kawhi Leonard. He's one of the best in the in the world at this. The Clippers are trusting him in those moments. I don't care what... And Durant didn't have a great game, but he had a good enough game to warrant better than one shot in the last six and a half minutes. There's this stat, and I don't want to get all numbers with everybody because it can bore everyone to tears. It's called usage rate. And you know you straight. It's basically the estimate of a percentage of the time a player is used when he's on the floor. How often is he used? Okay. Yes. In the in the clutch moments of that game, game one against the LA Clippers in the last five minutes of the game, Kevin Durant's usage rate was about seven percent. Typically, this season, his usage rate was about thirty-two percent. Last year in the playoffs, his usage rate was about forty-seven percent. It's unacceptable. Percent of the Time it's uh, yeah. it, it, it's completely it's just unacceptable. And honestly, what what it looked to me like I don't know maybe it looked different to you. What it looked to me like was the Suns. Hey, this is what we do. All right, we got Chris Paul. This is what he does. We've got DeAndre Eaton. This is what he does. We've got Devin Booker. This is what he does. This, we're the Suns. This is how we win games. This is how we play games. This is what we do. This is what we run. It didn't feel like there was any accommodation in the last five minutes made for the fact that you've got Kevin Durant on your roster now. Like it was it was Chris Paul running the same stuff, taking his same mid-range jump shots. It was DeAndre Ayton getting the ball 18 feet away and trying a jump shot. It wasn't it was like you traded for D'Angelo Russell. It, right. It wasn't an accommodation for the fact that, hey, there's one of the best offensive players of all time. Maybe change up what you're doing a little bit in the last five minutes of the set. Instead, it was just kind of the same old, same old. This is what we do. This is what the Suns do. And I just don't think that's good enough when you got Kevin Durant uh, on listen, your roster. I, you know, I brought this up a few weeks ago, and it was, I had my own original thought. There's so many stories out there. We talk about them, but I said, how much pressure is on Monty Williams? They were up 2-0 against Milwaukee, blew it. They were up 2-0 against Dallas, blew it. They had the best record in the NBA last year, and they didn't get out of the second round because he got outcoached. Okay, we, we, Monty got outcoached. Hope it doesn't get outcoached here. I still think the Suns are going to win this series. I'm too. not worried about it. I do too. But, like, that's on the coach. There's, you know how many timeouts there are in a basketball game? How many stoppage of clocks there are? I mean, you can't, like, we got to get the ball to that guy? Like, you're the coach. So, coach, you can't allow that to happen. That's on you. Part yeah. of that's on you, Monty. That's on you. There was a moment in that game, about three minutes to go, where the Clippers called a timeout. And I, I think Kellen tweeted, and I was thinking along with him, like, like, okay, this is the moment where Monty kind of calls the team in and says, okay, let's let's get let's run a couple plays for Kevin. Let's get a couple screens for Kevin. Let's get a look or two for Kevin. Let's see if we can get Kevin going here. Didn't happen. Instead, it was more Chris Paul two-man game with DeAndre Ayton. It was more Chris Paul mid-range jumpers, and it was Devin Booker turnovers. And it, you know what I mean? It was like there were a couple of pockets in the last five minutes of that game where I thought a stoppage in play would have done exactly what you're talking 
talking about? Kind of a Monty moment yeah. to reset the roster a little bit and yeah. go, hey, guys, number 35, let's run a player two. He's for him. Jimmy Chitwood, okay? <laughs> he can make the shot. <laughs> Don't get caught watching the paint dry. Yes. <laughs> run the picket fence and free up Durant for a shot. Yeah, it was crazy. He'll make the shot. It was crazy. Like, it was, it was, it was, it was tough to watch. It and, was and, tough to watch. And after the game, Durant said all the right things. Just, I think they did a good job when I did get it. They put the trap on me and I had to come off the ball. Um, but a lot of time I was spacing there in the corner just waiting for it. And it's providing space for my teammates. Um, I think we got some good looks there in the fourth. We didn't knock some down, but we got to give credit to the Clippers. I was there in the corner just waiting for it. Got some good looks for my teammates. That's that's not what you gave up Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Trey Crowder, and four for Trent Traffic. I had a pick swap. Guy standing in the corner. I was mm. standing in the corner letting the guys shoot. Okay. Do you bet there are other teams in this league watching that like, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. Well, they got to they, they, be fine. They gave up all of that for Kevin Durant and yeah. they don't even give him the ball? They'll be fine. They're going to win the series. Just keep telling yourself they that. They will win the series. Over and over again, I, Suns fans. They'll be fine. They will win like, the series. Like while you're rocking back and forth, sucking your thumb. They'll be fine. They're going to win the series. Everything yeah. will be okay. That's what I'm doing. Rock. If I could talk and suck my thumb at the same time, I would, but I can't. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, after you text us your thoughts on what happened last night on the FanDuel text line at 620-620, it was an interesting decision made even before last night's game even started. Was it the right one? We'll talk about that next. Burns and Gambo. Arizona Sports, the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk Suns Clippers now. All right, so we've addressed the uh, the, roof. the roof and the, roof. the AC, right? AC. Yeah. Okay. AC, yeah. So are we moving on now to the um, the electrical system? Electrical system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plumbing. If, if you missed it, welcome back to the Burns yeah. and Gambo show. Uh, we have likened what happened last night in Game One to a house. It's like a fix it, right? Yeah. That's a fixture upper. And you got a lot of issues. This. It's got some issues that we got to deal with. And, and for the record, and make sure we're clear on this, Gambo and I both think the Phoenix Suns will be fine. That they'll win this. Series. Totally. Teams lose game one. It's not that big of a deal, right? I mean, it's a, I don't want to make it a not big deal, but it's also there are plenty of series over the course of the last five years of the NBA where a team has lost game one and has gone on to win the series. The Suns have and been they victims lose tomorrow, to those. Well, we might change That's our thoughts right there. A if they very lose tomorrow. different conversation yeah. if they lose tomorrow. I do not think that's going to happen. I'll I didn't think re- they were going to lose game one, but okay. I'll be really curious to see what the starting lineup looks like for tomorrow's game. Because I got to admit, I was a little thrown by that. I was a me, little thrown by me that. Me too. Yeah. When I saw the when I got to the arena and I got there about two hours before game time, and I saw that Tory Craig was starting, I was like, "What? It's like you won eight games with the Koji. You won all of them. Mm-hmm. Like Josh Koji was a spark plug, a defender. Like now." I mean, I could see that Monty wanted more size with Tory, so I understand why he did it in some ways. But I also like if it's not broke, don't fix it mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's probably one area in the house that's not broke. I mean, why'd you have to go try to fix it? <laughs> you know, the windows were fine. Yeah, leave the windows; they're good. They're right. okay. We don't need to replace the windows. Right. Let's not go. Let's not go adding any yeah, expenses like, to our like, home renovation project. Sometimes, here. look. Sometimes Monty just outthinks himself. Man, he does. Now, I'm a big believer. Star, stars, you know me. I, stars are going to decide whether the Suns are going to win or lose a championship, not the bench guys. But their bench was awful last night. No, I, I mean, that was a brutal. That was brutal for the bench. 
bench. I mean, they got slaughtered, that bench. Like, I was telling them, we were talking after the first quarter, like, yeah, they've got some, all this minutes, no points. And after halftime, like, all these minutes are like one point. Like, they got nothing out of the bench. Their first made basket from the bench came from a Jock Landale late in late the third, in the third. Quarter, that yeah. game. It, I think that was had, their first made basket yeah. from anybody out there was a reserve. It, it, it was terrible. This is where, okay, this is where I think you're absolutely right about this, okay, because what's the one thing, <laughs> the one thing we've talked about with this team going into the postseason is, did they have enough time to gel? Did they have enough time to figure each other out? Did they have enough time to get used to each other? You took the one guy who had grown accustomed to being in the starting five with the big four, and on the day of the biggest game of the season, you take him out of the starting lineup? I mean, so all that time to gel, all that time to figure all your stuff out together, you overthink it. I, I, that's yeah, because it because now what you did is with no campaign, he wasn't available because of the lower back. Now you've got a bench unit that with no Tory Craig. I mean, you you and I talked about this in real time. There were times at the end of the first quarter and the end of the third quarter when Devin Booker was out there with the bench. It's like where the hell are they going to score? Where the where's the points? It's Booker Landry Shamit. A Kogi ish and Bismack Biombo. It wasn't good. It was like, oh God, this was terrible. Shield your eyes. I can't watch this. Biz was so bad in that game. Just terrible. And I know we're going to talk about the bench later, but by moving Craig into the starting lineup and by putting a Kogi in the on the bench, mm-hmm. you, 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 everybody there was like this rhythm. Everybody was kind of used to with it, and then you, I thought you just messed it all up completely. And it may have aided to you know listen. They got off to a slow start, but there was the Suns at one point were able to build a nine point lead. But that lineup that you would talking about gave yeah. it right back uh, did you see it gave it right back Ty Lu's comments after the game he's like nothing against Tory Craig go ahead big fella shoot shoot go of course ahead. yeah, yeah we, we want you to shoot he hit open 10 footers all day long yeah, you the, know, the more shots for you the less for Kevin Durant right. the more right. shots for you the less for Devin Booker go ahead shoot yeah. and then those guys have a hard time getting into a rhythm because they're not shooting see, the ball and that's the th- and that's and that's the thing people go well what's the big deal if he's making it it's in the moment. It's not that big of a deal, but you want your stars to have the rhythm and feel the flow of the game. Mm-hmm. And if they're not getting that many touches, and if they're not getting that many shots, Tory Craig had what the third most shots on the team, fourth most shots on the team. No, I think it was. I got to look at the box score. Was it even more than that? I thought it was second. Look at the box. Was either second or third? It definitely wasn't fourth. He was fourth. Was he fourth? He was fourth. Oh, I know. I got to look at box scores more. But, what more sh- he had 12, Booker, right? Booker took 19. Right. Dur- Aiton took 16. Okay. More on that later. About the Kevin Durant, 15. Mm-hmm. Torrey Craig, 12. You know, but part of the, the Suns bench was a big zero. 55 minutes of play, 10 points. 55 minutes of play from the bench, they had 10 points. Every single bench player, negative rating. Every single one. Six guys who played. Terrence Ross, like, you know, I didn't listen. I, I mean, I, like, they, they got Terrence Ross. He's, he didn't play. Like, he barely played. He barely got on the court. I mean, mm-hmm. he wasn't going to help you. Uh, Akoji started those eight games. He played seven minutes. Seven minutes. And then you look at the Clippers bench, right? They played less guys. 34 points from their players. Every single one of them was a plus. Check this out. Plumlee plus 16. Highland plus 13. Mann plus 14. Powell plus 11. Suns bench was re- out-rebounded 16 to 9. So... 
the bench play, because those guys got to play a little bit. They don't have to, play, have to play some. The Clippers have more depth. The Suns don't have the depth anymore, right? Because they because of the Durant trade and having four guys that have big salaries, they don't have the ability to have the great depth that they once had, and that they were exploited yesterday. Yeah, Tori Craig um, on if he saw his playoff career high coming in Game 1. Quote, I knew Zubats was going to be guarding me, so yeah, I did. But again, this isn't good for Tory Craig, and and but even Monty after the game wasn't all that fired up about Tory Craig's big game, and he shouldn't have been all that fired up about Tory Craig's big game. It was okay. I mean, when he was diving and getting to the basket, I mean, he scored tonight, which is great. But I still think we have to take advantage of Da size in those situations and have him screen. He's got a small guy on him, and then uh, he's screening a smaller guy. So if they want to put that guy on Da, we can throw it to him or see if they help on the second side. But Tory in the pocket wasn't bad tonight. I was actually so proud of myself last night. I don't normally notice stuff like this, but during the game, I had you on my left and Kevin Zimmerman on my right. And at one point, I turned to the game. I'm like, man, Tory Craig is setting an awful lot of those high screens, isn't he? And he's like, oh, yeah, we we like a lot of those high screens. It's all it's always Aiden who goes out there and sets them. Almost always. It was Tory. And I get it because of Zubots and, and because at, at times it was Kawhi on Aiden just to set that exact thing up. But they're good but switching it, teams. I know. And they're a good switching team. Everything was just off. And I think part of the reason why the Suns got off to a slow start was because, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later because the Suns didn't play with great pace last night. You could see the Suns thinking, thinking, thinking like that spinning wheel of death when your computer is loading up something and it's taking a long time. I think the first quarter and a half, the Suns' wheel of death was just spinning because they were, okay, where's the matchups? What are we trying to do? Who do we want to get a ball? Where, where, who's screening who? And where is that? They weren't just playing. They weren't just creating offense off of their defense. They were hunting these matchups. They were trying to get the screens they were looking for. It was Tory Craig got lulled in into a half-court slower game. into a half-court slower game, mm-hmm. and they were just out of their normal roles, and I think a lot of it had to do with the very odd decision to have Tory Craig start that game because it's just you've you've been for the last three weeks you've been preparing for this moment by having Josh Okogie start, and then when it matters the most, you pull the plug on that and you go Tory Craig. It just doesn't make any sense. If there were eight games with Durant and Craig and Okogie had split it four four, okay, like we don't then we don't know who's going to play. But you played Okogi all eight times. There must have been something you liked about that. And then you know, and he said, "Oh, we wanted we wanted a bigger guy for man, and, and, and forgot who else. We just wanted a bigger player." I got it right Tori's, here. Yeah, play play it. It. yeah, yeah. Tori and Ish have uh, you know done well against guys like that. Now nobody can stop uh, Kawhi, um, but at the same time, we feel like you know putting size on him gives you a chance. But they they screen the size off of him a lot, and so you're. If you go back and hit them or blitz them, then you're in rotations. Didn't make much of a difference last night. Kawhi Leonard no, no. was phenomenal. Again, I mean, I Monty didn't make adjustments in the last, you know, the last two playoff series that they lost, and it burned them. And then he comes out with this, and like everybody's baffled by it because it just wasn't anything that we expected. It was working pretty good with the other guy and they with a Koji, and then they go to Tory Craig. We'll see if he goes back to, but maybe he goes back to Tory Craig because he doesn't want to show panic, you know, like making roster moves and. Like for some reason he thought that, that would work. It didn't, but he thought it would work. Score the hottest ticket in town. Suns playoff tickets. Text the word ticket to six twenty six twenty. Register.
register and listen for your name today during the 5 o'clock hour for your chance to qualify for Game 2 tickets to see the Suns and the Clippers tomorrow night at Footprint Center. Again, text the word TICKET to 620-620. The rest of the West had its own drama in their Game 1s. A lot of injuries, a lot of upsets. We'll take a look at the rest of the bracket and how it relates to the Suns next on the Burns and Gambo Show. The Burns and Gambo Need to Know Twitter Poll presented by Sanderson Ford. All right, on this Monday, we're all reacting to the Suns' loss yesterday to the Clippers to fall to down 0-1 in this best-of-seven series. Eric, you've got the con. What's our poll question today here on the Burns and Gambo Show? Some moments cannot be summed up in a poll question, and you got to give the people the open floor to air their concerns and grievances, and that's what we did. We simply asked, how concerned are you following last night's loss to the Clippers? I'll give you guys the floor and then read some of the best responses. I, I actually read through some of them, and I think the guy who said, I'm disappointed but not concerned, sums up my feelings the best. Fair. I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm disappointed that it got off to... I'm, I'm not overly concerned, because I think a lot of the stuff that happened was fixable, and they'll fix it, but I'm disappointed that that's the start we got Does off it change to. your outlook? Forget about the series. Does it any way what happened last night change your outlook on their ability to win it all? No. Okay. No. You... No, I still think that they're they got to figure some things out, and I think they will. Great offenses beat you know better defenses in this league. Yeah, they have a better offense. The Clippers don't. Um, I expect the Suns win this series and move on. Is that how? How, how would you if open ended? How do you feel about it? I mean, if I combine everything and I look at the way Denver played last night, mm-hmm. like. Denver played really well. They sure did. Like, and, and I, I've always told you, like, the, their defensive rating is not good because Jokic is not a good defender. But they've got a bunch of guys that can defend. But their defensive rating overall is not a very good rating, and mainly because one guy is just not very good defending. Uh, so I, I've always thought Denver was a threat to the Suns. Uh, but I still I think they're fine. I think they're fine. I'm not panicking. Just, you know, lose tomorrow. I'll change my mind a little bit. What's uh, what, are, what are some of the best ones we got, Ruth? I'll give them on the opposite ends of the spectrum. At Suns fan says he is extremely concerned. This is now the fourth series in a row. He says the Bucks, Pelicans, Mavs, that they have looked severely outcoached. But on the other end, Chad says he's not very concerned. Yes, they were awful from the coach down yesterday. And the Clippers were great from the coach down. They still could have won the game. They got to correct their mistakes in the energy, and they'll be just fine. Yeah, the energy, boy, we're going to talk a lot about that later because the energy to start that game was just non-existent across the board. Uh, all right, that's the open-ended poll question today. Please find us on the Burns and Gambo Twitter page. At Burns and Gambo, one word is where you can find that if you want to chime in and let us know what you think. Well, as far as the rest of the Western Conference goes, we can start anywhere you want, Gambo. We've got Denver. Winning. The Lakers winning. And like that beam, the Sacramento Kings winning on Saturday night. How about that? Um, let's start with let's start with the Lakers. Okay. Let's start with the Lakers. I'm him, I'm him. I mean it's almost like the uh the Kirk Cousins. The Kirk Cousins thing. You like that? You like, like that? You like that? Yeah, you, you like, like that? that? Yeah, like I'm that. him! I'm him! Yeah. Austin Reeves was unbelievable. Third Laker in the last 25 seasons to finish 5-5 five for five on a field goals or better in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. Kobe and Shaq were the other ones. Hashimura had the best game ever. And Desmond Bain, I gotta love how the Grizzlies, I gotta love how they talk, because even Desmond Bain's like, it's probably the best game of his career. It's a seven-game series. Let's see if he can do it again Wednesday. <laughs> they love to talk. Uh, but but Hashimura and Austin Reeves were incredible. 
incredible. I mean, they really helped out LeBron. 52 points for those guys. You had the scare with AD going out of the game with the shoulder. They called it a stinger. He was able to come back and uh, and play. But, you know, I, I didn't think that the Lakers could beat Memphis. They went out there and they stole home court advantage and they got game one and Jaws hurt. So maybe they will get out of that. Look, the John Morant injury obviously shades the entire conversation. And I've already read reports. I don't think anything's been decided officially. They don't play again until Wednesday. But I've already read reports that there's a lot of concern about whether he's going to be ready to play on Tuesday. And if John Morant's not available, then you got to believe I think the L.A. Lakers could very well advance into the second round of this playoff series. I don't know how often they're going to get 29 points out of Rui Hachimura. You know, Austin Reeves had a really good season, and they did avoid a scare, obviously, with Anthony Davis. But the key to this whole thing now becomes John Morant and his availability. Because if his availability is in any kind of question, the Lakers are going to advance to the second round. Now, whether they should have, or I mean, it's kind of the conversations we had with the Suns two years ago, right? No Jamal Murray, no Anthony Davis, no Kawhi Leonard. You know, deserves got nothing to do with it. You play who's in front of you, and you win in advance. Yeah. And the Lakers, I would think, with no jaw, just said would status, really be able to advance. Just said his status was still it was in jeopardy. Now, you know, can't put a shirt on. He can't really do do things. He's, he's in pain. X rays were negative, uh, but he, he couldn't unball his socks. No, couldn't put a shirt on. Yeah, couldn't get dressed. How people like ball their socks in the yeah. one like he couldn't. He had to throw I, it to a trainer. Like, please, do you ball your socks? Yes, I do. I never. I don't like that. Really? I don't want my socks stretched out like that. <laughs> so what do you do? You just throw your socks in a drawer, unmatched? No, I, 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 I kind of fold them like you would like a shirt or something. Like, like the flat, press they're flat them together, flat, flat, and just lay yeah, them. They come flat out of the dryer. Drawer. I lay one down. I match them, and then I put them in the drawer. I don't. I don't like the ball. I don't know if I've ever heard that before. I don't know. No, really? that's, 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 you, you just that's, lay your socks in a drawer. Yeah, no, like I've, I've never, I've never known that was a way you could do socks before. Wow, fascinating. I'm not saying it's wrong. I just right. That's new to own. me. Yeah. Oh, of course, teach their own. Look, anyway. I still tie my shoes with two bunny ears. So. <laughs> I so I don't know how to tie the other way. I don't know how to tie the one with just one. I have two bunny okay, ears. I make a bunny Johnny, ear. Make a bunny ear. I make a, make bun- a bunny ear. Weren't y'all just saying if it ain't broke, don't fix it? We, yeah. That is what we were saying. Ruby. It's I know true. how to tie my shoes, but I do it with two bunny ears. I swear I have no idea how to do it the other way. Uh, as far as Sacramento goes, holy cow. Here comes Muffback with a drive and a kick. Out to Fox. On the right wing for three. He's got another one. Back and forth we go. What a playoff ball game this is. I excited. Excitingly check oh, the schedule. Man. Tonight is game two. I man. already can't wait for game two of this series. You got the Draymond Green cut? Do we have the Draymond Green cut at all of I him? I do not. Oh, okay. I do not have the That Draymond was Green great. I, I had that in my email, but it was great. Very emotional night. 6,189 days since there was an NBA playoff game played in Sacramento. Seven, almost a 17-year gap was played. And they were those fans were going ballistic. And I mean ballistic. That was, the, that was a crazy loud building. It almost reminded me of how loud the Suns building was when they finally got back to the playoffs after all those years. Everybody, all that pent-up frustration, everybody let loose. Now, I told you before this series, I, I give Sacramento a chance. I really like them. They have a great offense that they could, they could score. Very unique offense. Nobody hands the ball off as many times as they do. But De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk, I mean, wow, 70 points for those two Kentucky guys. They were fantastic. And they needed to be because, you know, some of the other key players on, on Sacramento did not play great, but unbelievable performance by Fox and by 
by Monk. Herta didn't play well. Sabonis was just okay. They were able to win that basketball game. What a great win for them. Yeah, um, De'Aaron Fox, 38 points. First playoff victory since 2006. Yes, Sabonis did not have a very good game at all. Game two of this series is tonight. And despite all of that, I mean, Steph Curry got a real good look at the end off the one leg. Got a real good look at the end with the one leg. And he wasn't able to make it. Game two is coming up tonight. In the end, Golden State just could not stop Alex Len. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that was the... Was he the key? 13 minutes, 4 points, 7 boards, 2 offensive rebounds, and a block shot of Draymond Green. Wait, Alex uh, Len. Are you telling me Alex Len had more offensive rebounds than DeAndre Ayton? He had 2 offensive rebounds in, in like 13 <laughs> minutes with 4 points, 7 rebounds, and a block of a Draymond Green layup. Tell me that Alex, Alex Len. Len. Oh, great. Alex Len <laughs> had more offensive rebounds than DeAndre yes. Ayton did in Game 1. And then yesterday, Denver, you alluded to it. Ooh, they man. took care of business against Minnesota. They looked really big three. Uh, I mean, Jokic didn't even have to do that much. He was much more of a distributor last night. Yeah, Murray was great. Jamal Murray was really, really good. Porter was really good. They were the only favorite to win yesterday at home. They were. They were the, you're right. Memphis lost at home. The Suns lost at home. The Bucks lost yep. at home. The Denver Nuggets were the only top seed to win on their home floor yesterday. And they won convincingly. Convincingly. That was a real good performance by them. You start to think that, you know, they, 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 may be, they might be able to get rid of that team in four games. Yeah. Tonight, uh, it's game two between the Sixers and the Nets. Uh, Mikhail had a really good game in game one, but the Sixers prevailed in that James one. James Harden was great. James Harden played really, really well. And then game two between the Kings and the Warriors and already looking forward to that. When we come back, he looked like the point god in the final week of the season. Last night, eh, not so much. That's next. Burns and Gambo.